Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we are going to reveal the real reason behind Andrade requesting his WWE release. Britt Baker takes a shot at Mick Foley on AEW Dynamite, and Mick responds. <laughs> Christian Cage's in-ring debut for AEW has been confirmed. And AEW have announced their first ever house show during WrestleMania week. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Tony Bourne. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about Andrade again. Uh, that guy is all over the place for these stories. He can't keep himself out of the news, the little rascal. Um, but we've got some interesting stuff here from Epico, the former WWE wrestler who left. He was part of the the, the cuts in April, wasn't he? Epico and Primo, both of them, uh, cut loose into the wild. But he was interviewed recently by Sports Kida. Epico, if you didn't know, is a friend of Andrade's. Uh, he spoke to Andrade two weeks ago. Here he claims, uh, talking about his departure from WWE, talking about why Andrade left. I'm going to give you... The direct quotation. I've been talking to him. I saw him in Orlando two weeks ago and he was like, they are not doing anything with me and it's not a matter of the money, but me following my dreams. I hate sitting at catering every single week. It's pretty toxic when you look at it that way. You've got the best performers in the world over there. Just look at the locker room. I Epico goes on, he kind of puts Andrade over as one of the best wrestlers in the world, says he's happy for him. It's nice stuff, nice pleasant stuff here from Epico. Um, but, you know, this is pretty much in line with what we thought when Andrade requested his release, right? Because he was probably getting paid pretty well in WWE. He's in the world's biggest wrestling promotion. But when you're an artist, like Andrade is, and you want to be creatively fulfilled, sitting around in catering, you know, eating a nice plate of macaroni cheese is, is pleasant enough, I guess. Uh, but you're not going to be able to scratch that wrestling itch if the company isn't doing anything with you. And they weren't doing anything with Andrade. So it's pretty much as we expected. And uh, there's some valid points here, man. Like, the WWE roster, it's got like 200-odd people on it. It's the most stacked talent roster ever assembled. It's crazy. There are world-class performers from top to bottom. There are people in the performance center who could blow your wig off in the ring uh, and they haven't even debuted yet. It's just such a crazy talent-rich promotion and it's a real shame that even though WWE produces 40 hours of original programming every week that they can't find spaces uh, for more people uh, at once. But it's where we are. Andrade's awaiting his next move. Uh, 90 day non-compete doesn't exist. Looking forward to seeing him turn up. And uh, shout out to Epico as well. It sounds like uh, he's doing well himself. So there we go. 
yeah, glad to hear Epico is doing well, but a depressingly accurate uh, assessment of why Andrade left and why half the other people we, we constantly report on are reported to be considering leaving. Because like you say, for some people, I think it's fair enough. You know, you've done your sort of artistic wrestling, perhaps maybe before you arrived in WWE. Someone like potentially a Shinsuke Nakamura, not to cast aspersions on him, Perfect. I'm a massive fan of his. And maybe you want to do your, your money work now, where you maybe don't put yourself in as much risk, but you still enjoy wrestling, but it's not, you know, the be-all and end-all in terms of, you know, risking your life every night, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, like you say, if a fight broke out in catering, it could be one of the world's greatest wrestling matches. Like you say, you've, five-star got, match. you've got Andrade, you've got Ricochet, you've got Murphy when he's not being linked and then unlinked and then linked again <laughs> with Seth Rollins. You've got bloody Umberto Carrillo I just spotted in the Garza, background the other yeah. day. It's like, that, that's just to name four wrestlers off the top of my head. As Andy pointed out, I could name 24 easily. Uh, ridiculous this. But I think Andrade, as we just keep saying, has made the right decision. Uh, and I'm going to consistently, on the preview for AW Dynamite, ask the question, could Andrade show up tonight? Until he does. I assume he <laughs> didn't last night. I'm guessing, either because that wasn't the plan, it's all a bit sudden, or perhaps, and this is pure speculation on my behalf, you know, with, with Charlotte Flair recovering from COVID, yeah. I don't really know about the rules about isolation, but who knows, maybe that's the case or not. Pure speculation on my behalf. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about AEW Dynamite last night and Britt Baker, who had a, a little interview uh, talking about that insane lights out match she had with Thunder Rosa. Excellent match last week. Thunder Rosa, uh, they showed a, a brief interview and a video package of what went down the previous week and then Britt Baker was out there taking shots at poor old Mick Foley talking about being a hardcore legend. Baker said I don't need the praise and admiration from legends just to fill you in if you hadn't seen it Mick Foley showed footage of the match on his Twitter and then cut to him giving a nice thumbs up thumbs up of support. Anyway Britt Baker said I don't need the praise and admiration from legends and experts telling me I'm worthy that I'm a star now. Mick Foley, thanks for the thumbs up, except it took you 20 years to become a hardcore legend, and I did it in one night. And poor old Mick kind of took this to heart, responding, not going to lie, this comment from Britt Baker stung a little. Poor Mick Foley, friend of the channel, lovely bloke, doesn't deserve that from Britt Baker, but very much in character, and yeah, she is a bit of a hardcore legend after that Lights Out match, Andy. Yeah, this great, great stuff from the good doctor here. Uh, a really tremendous promo on Dynamite last night. Uh, poor Mick, I felt really sorry when I read his reply. But it's all Aww. good fun. Uh, it's all just people taking little, you know, in-character jabs at each other and everything else. Um, great match, obviously, last week. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Good promo again last night. Uh, I laughed at this a lot when I watched it on Dynamite. And... Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Britt Baker versus McFoley is now confirmed for Double or Nothing. You heard it here <laughs> first. Uh, take that clip out of context and post it everywhere. Yeah. Please do that. Uh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Uh, he is going to make his AEW in-ring debut. It's confirmed his first match is going to go down next week. Uh, we got a segment last night. Christian was hanging out with Dante Martin and the Hollywood blo- Hollywood Blondes? Hollywood yeah. Brubs. Varsity Blondes. What, what, what am I doing? Uh, backstage, giving them a bit of advice. Interview with Dasha Gonzalez. Frankie Kazarian comes in and goes, says, hey buddy, you've got outwork everything on your t-shirt, but when does the work part of that begin? Christian challenged him. The match is set. These guys were roster mates back in TNA. They probably know each other quite well. Um... 
Kazarian has been teasing a heel turn recently. He's been kind of getting a little bit frustrated with that damn Christopher Daniels losing momentum in their matches even before they're winning. And, you know, it looks like they're heading towards a tag team title shot in the future. But for now, Kazarian is going to have to deal with Cage. I'm looking forward to Christian stepping in the ring. You know, with him so far, it's been a little bit lukewarm so far. I'm not going to lie. It's been... Yeah, show some, show some of that Captain Charisma. Well, charisma. Uh, it's not been bad, I don't think, but it's not been quite what we expected from Christian so far. So, really looking forward to that match. Let's see how it plays out. Xarian's a good first opponent, very skilled yeah. wrestler himself. Uh, fired up. Yeah, ideal first opponent. I saw glimpses of what hopefully we'll see more of from Christian Cage in that uh, bit of banter and interview and then subsequent uh, chat with Kazarian. Also, big boy popper of Kazarian saying, you busy Monday nights? Ah, you're not busy Monday nights. Watch me on AEW Dark Elevation. <laughs> Very good stuff, that. Nice. Uh, but to conclude our news today, let's talk a little bit more about AEW announcing their first ever house show that, yes, is going to go down during WrestleMania week. Tony Khan made the announcement uh, when addressing the fans prior to last night's Dynamite. He confirmed there's going to be a live episode of Dynamite at Daily's Place on the 7th of April. But they're also going to run a house show on the 9th of April, the night before the first WrestleMania, the same night, and if my maths is correct, as the SmackDown Go Home Show, although that's going to be taped in advance because they're leaving the Thunderdome. It's all very complicated. But yes, an AEW house show. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, first one ever. Um, they didn't hit the road before all of this kicked in, like on on a regular, more full touring schedule, I guess. Um, interesting move. We don't know if this thing is going to like be uploaded to YouTube later on, maybe, but it's not going to go out on television. Um, it's, you know, WrestleMania 37 week is going to be very busy. Loads of shows going down in Tampa, but this is in Jacksonville, which is about three hours north of Tampa. Um, so it, it's interesting that they're holding this in WrestleMania week because are people going to travel three hours if they're based in Tampa to go and watch an AEW house show when there's all these other shows going down over here? Um, sure, cool. I mean... Yep. <laughs> That's my analysis. <laughs> I just I just as you were talking there, I just realized how big America is. It's not I, I realized it's it large. before, but it reminded me again of bloody because like if someone said, Oh, there's gonna be a, a house show in the northeast, I wouldn't think, Oh well I'm not going to that. That's three hours away. I'd be like, Oh, it's probably yeah. Ten minutes down the road or something. Madness. You're, you're bloody massive, America. What are you playing at? <laughs> right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Nikki Sturzu starts us off today saying, Hello, legends. Oh, hello to you, Nikki. Hello. Uh, is there any chance Kyle O'Reilly will win the NXT title or any world title on the main roster? Well, I love Kyle O'Reilly and I really love the series of matches between him and Finn Balor. Um, but I don't think he's going to get the chance to be a top level world champion in WWE. Just, uh, I don't know, he doesn't really feel like that guy. And don't get me wrong, I think Kyle O'Reilly is a wonderful pro wrestler. He's one of my favourite guys in the entire company. And he's underrated charisma-wise as well, I think. Um, but, I don't know, the, the NXT title scene just seems a little bit, you know, locked up at the moment. I think Karrion Cross is going to have a long, dominant reign with that. Kyle O'Reilly might struggle a little bit when he gets the main roster and he's not six foot two and he, you know, mm -hmm. maybe not doesn't fit as many of Vince McMahon's ideals for a top level world champion. But I do think, you know, he'll he'll have more than his fair share of accolades along the way. He's already very de dedicated, decorated in NXT. I'm sure if he gets the main roster, he'll have tag title reigns, he'll have mid-card title reigns. He'll do fine for himself, I think. Yes, exactly. I'm not sure about the NXT title or a world title on the main roster, but I agree, Andy. We will be seeing him play a 
guitar on a belt yeah. at some point <laughs> eventually because he just deserves it because he's fantastic in between the ropes. Uh, right, Frederick Larson, it gives us our second question of the day. Frederick says, uh, with a live crowd at WrestleMania, who do you think will get cheered and booed and will WWE pipe in crowd noise if the reactions doesn't fit them? Yeah, I'm really interested to see if they do pipe in crowd noise, even though there'll be like 25k people there each night. It'll be it's gonna be a fascinating show from from yeah. just the crowd perspective, isn't it? Um, who's gonna get cheered? Who's gonna get booed? It'll be a really interesting acid test of the people who've been pushed really strongly for all this because we don't know how over any of them are. So anything could realistically happen. However, I do feel uh, like Drew McIntyre is going to get some strong support even though he's going up against Bobby Lashley they're doing a kind of cowardly thing with Bobby Lashley on this week's episode of Raw so while he'll get cheers as well I think it'll be diminished somewhat uh, I think Bianca Belair's support is going to be enormous um, as far as booze go Man, I, I, I can't really think of anyone who stands out as like someone who the crowd might go against the grain for yeah. Um, but we'll find out on the night for yeah sure. I was going to say in terms of people getting booed I really hope and take this in the right way Roman Reigns gets booed out of that sodding yeah. building because his heel work has been fantastic so it's it's akin to I compare it to like MJF where his heel work is so good that you want to make sure that even the most casual fan will know boo this man he is bad Shane McMahon's going to get booed out of the sodding building as well because he's a knobhead and uh, Daniel <laughs> Bryan is going to blow the roof off that sodding place if if he gets put in the world title match. Still, as it stands, not a triple threat. Uh, and yes, I guarantee, Frederick, if things aren't going well, the thisisawesome.mp3 is going to get played on yeah. numerous <laughs> occasions. Uh, final question today comes from Dan. And uh, got to be honest here, Andy, not really bothered about our answers here. This is just an excuse to get something I'll get to in a second. Dan says, has any what culture member had any meet and greets with any wrestlers? I only met RVD, but he was bloody brilliant. He'd wrestled Jack Swagger the night before, but you never would have known. Brilliant guy. Andy, have you ever had a meet and greet? Never, no. Like, I've never been a meet and greet guy. It's just not the kind of fan I am. I'm just not that into them. But fair play to, to like, people who are. Um, had a few interesting encounters with, with pro wrestlers throughout the years. Uh, one that sticks out immediately would be actually walking to WrestleCon in New York to give you guys a video card behind the scenes I story remember. here from What Culture. Uh, walking across New York City to WrestleCon, which is the big meet and greet, of course, to meet Adam and Benroy. Uh, coming across one at Sushi Onita, walking down the street in what looked like his ring gear, short-wise, uh, and, and with his boots on and a t-shirt and the raggedy leather jacket, leaning on who I assume was his partner's shoulder, just properly being carried along the street because he's been in so many wars. And I walked past the two of them. And the only things I could make out that Onita was saying were like faint grumbles and mumbles and the odd English language curse word, like an <laughs> F and an F. It was such a surreal thing. And it was on this dead, quiet street in New York where there was no one else apart from this deathmatch legend. So uh, it didn't stop the great man because I didn't want to be a pain in the ass, but that was a pretty cool, weird interaction. For that sure. is awesome. I've met a fair few wrestlers obviously doing interviews. In terms of paid meet and greets, I've only really paid to meet Edge uh, at Comic-Con a few years ago. For the 10 seconds I got to stand with him for the photo, he was nothing but nice. Uh, we had a very, very, very brief conversation about his fight with Mick Foley at WrestleMania. But I've just asked this question as an excuse to stick up this photo of Mick, of Mick Foley. Nope, nope. Michael Hamlet. <laughs> 
and Kevin Nash. Look at his little sodding face. Uh, right, let's move on to today's <laughs> and finally. Uh, and I just wanted to read out this tweet because I thought it was some brilliant fantasy booking, Andy. From Garrett Kidney. This is all over Squared Circle. I love Garrett, yeah. Uh, Garrett suggests Walter should be everybody in NXT, then be everybody in WWE, and then win all the titles before having a big interpromotional match against Hook, which Hook, of course, wins. Book it, everyone. You should follow Gareth Kidney on Garrett's Kidney, sorry, on Twitter if you don't already. He's a great follow, particularly for like TNA history and lore and stuff. A really great follow. And listen, if they don't put Hook over Walter, the entire wrestling world is a coward. Exactly. Uh, very excited. See, just sneaking this in. Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa at NXT TakeOver Stand to deliver for the UK title. Oh, yes, please. All right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, myself and the Dandy Boys are reviewing the Wednesday Night War later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hello, goodbye. Thank you very much. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.